Welcome to HII Talking Points, a Huntington Ingalls Industries podcast. Twice a quarter, we'll sit down with HII leaders to discuss topics of interest in our company and industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome to HII Talking Points. I'm Phoebe Richards, and with me today is HII President and CEO Mike Petters. Mr. Petters, as always, thank you for joining me. Glad to be again here with you again, Phoebe. So in May, we recorded an episode about the immediate steps HII took to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now that we're several months into this changed world, I wanted to get your thoughts on how HII is operating now and what you predict for the future when it comes to transforming the business. So without further ado, let's get started. Are there lessons we've learned in the past few months that have changed the way we're responding to COVID-19 compared to those first few weeks in March and April? Well, I think uh, without a doubt, uh, we've been learning basically every day about just about every aspect of what we do. Um, I mean, you know, where we were back in March and April was really, uh, we didn't know what we had. We, we didn't know, I, we, we had a couple of basic tenants that, that we understood about the virus. Number one, we knew that you didn't want to get it. Uh, number two, we knew that you could get it from somebody who didn't know they had it. And so in that environment, um, we basically, you know, as, as we've said a few times, we wanted to create as much flexibility for the workforce. But what that did was that really we just kind of put everything out there that we could do uh, to create flexibility. And we began working on safety protocols. I think uh, what you see over time, and, and I think I want to separate in this discussion, we got to kind of think about our manufacturing centers, particularly our shipyards, from um, you know our uh, the folks who the folks who are in support of that or are supporting customers from other places and not necessarily in manufacturing because the business is really split uh, has in rea- in the way we've responded to this. Um, there's really been two kind of parallel paths of response, but most of the, t- the activity has been around what we're doing in the manufacturing centers. Um, and so, you know, as time has gone on, we've started to realize that some of the things that we did were really good. Some of them needed to be expanded. Some of them were, were time we could back away from a little bit and, and secure from. And so the, the posture that we have today in, in the shipyards in particular is not terribly different than it was in March and, or April but it's a much more refined, a much more uh, based on experience and based on knowledge that we know not only what we need to be doing and why we need to do it. And I think the evidence to that is that uh, in the last half of July and the first part of August, we had more cases during those four weeks than we had in all the rest of the time put together. Now, if we had that many cases back in March or April, it probably would have overwhelmed us. Right. But because we'd had several months to work our way through this and kind of refine and, and create some expertise uh, and, and our, you know, the leadership team was learning, the workforce was learning, uh, our customers were learning with us. Uh, when we got hit with that, uh, that wave in the, at the end of July, um, we managed to go right through that. And, and to me, I think that more than anything else is evidence that the leadership team uh, and the workforce have uh, have responded exceptionally well to what we're doing here. 
On the, on the other side of the business where uh, it's not a manufacturing, it's, it's more of a support or service business, um, that was really about just figuring out how do you do the things that you did uh, either in a customer center or in, a, in our own facilities. Is there a way to do that in, a, in maybe even do it remotely? Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's a lot of creativity over on that side that uh, was pretty cool, and I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk about that too. Um, and, and, we've, and we've done really well on that side of the business. So. Yeah, so looking at the three divisions, you know, if you could take a snapshot of operations today, for instance, you know, how, how has the pandemic influenced how we operate on a daily basis now that we're in September getting into October? Well, there's not a single thing that we're doing that the pandemic's not affecting. Um, whether it's uh, just something like this, Phoebe, I mean, we're doing this, um, you know, remotely. Right. Uh, and in, uh, we always did this in the past. We always had to do this on a day when I happened to be in my office, which uh, back in the old days, that was kind of rare. Right. right? I, you know, I'd be on travel all the time and uh, we would schedule these things weeks and weeks in advance. And hope, hopefully we would intersect with uh, a time when I was coming through the office and I had uh, a little bit of time to do a podcast. Uh, <laughs> we, you know, we've learned how to do this no matter what time. And so right. we can now put together a podcast, something as simple as a podcast, we can put this together uh, in very short order as opposed to what we did before. And, um, you know, a podcast is just a podcast. But if you think about extrapolating that to every aspect of our business, you suddenly realize that there's a lot of things that you can really get done without physical presence. And so that that's going to um, dramatically change the way we think about work. And, and I think what that does is that's part of the sense of acceleration that everybody feels that, you know, there, this not being physically present, but man, feels like we're getting stuff done faster. Some of that is just because we don't have the wait time. Right. You know, you're not trying to set up a time when everybody can be in the same room. Uh, some of it is that uh, we're more focused when we when we do it that way, um, but I think I think that has affected you know the pandemic itself has affected things like that. Uh, the other piece I would say is that I think I think the pandemic has affected uh, and actually accelerated our leadership development. How you know, so? We we talk a lot about uh, full contact leadership uh, and how. Um, uh, you know, the various aspects of that, getting to know your people, making sure that you put them in places where they can do their best work. Um, you know, that's, that's a fundamental principle. Empower your team so the least empowered person is confidently contributing. All of those principles of, of what it means to be a leader in HII, um, they, they actually, you can't get through this without doing those things and doing those things well. And so in the sense of, our leaders today have a better sense of who their people are and what they're good at and what they need help with. And how then do you take and position them in this somewhat artificial or somewhat different universe than we had a year ago? Uh, that requires a lot of, that's a full contact activity on the part of our leadership. And so if there were some way to measure our leadership ability as a, as it's, you know, in some, some way to measure how good we were at leadership a year ago, and compare that to where we are today, I think we, we would have broken the chart. You know, the, the, the needle would have pegged. Um, and not because of anything that we did, not because of, 
of anything that we came down and said, thou shalt do it this way or do it that way, but because the circumstance required it. And I think our leaders have risen to the challenge on that. Yeah, they've shown adaptability. It's ironic to think that we have this full contact leadership in an environment where we cannot physically be in contact with one another. And I think that causes an extra challenge for leaders because they want to be with their employees and, and guide them, but you have to do it through Zoom or other methods. Yeah, that's, that requires a lot of creativity. And, and, I, and I would say, again, there's kind of two sides of that. Um, I think that just as, just as tough as it is to try to do this, this leadership thing remotely, I think it's just as tough to try to do it, uh, or maybe even harder to do it in the inside of the shipyards, where now you have people who are doing work that's going to be, they're going to have to have a whole new set of safety protocols that's going to allow them to work closely with somebody. Um, or maybe we need to be creative about who, who does what when right. you know, and, 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 uh, and sequence things a whole lot more. There's just a whole lot more contact uh, right now with the, with the leadership team and the organization. And I can, I can feel that uh, every, everywhere I go and everybody I talk with, uh, that's my sense is that um, we've, for all, we, you know, we rolled out this idea of full contact leadership, uh, you know, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've made more progress on that in the last six months than we did in the nine years before that. You wow. know, it was a concept for us in the past and it was, but, but it would in, in a, in a benign environment, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's on the margin of how do I do my job better? Um, in this environment, you can't do your job unless you do it. And so, so to me, that, that has really accelerated uh, the, that leadership capability that we have in the organization. And I'm pretty proud of that. That's great. So looking at leadership, looking at operations, you know, if you could pull out your crystal ball, you know, what kinds of long-term changes do you anticipate moving into the later part of 2020 and beyond? And do you anticipate any of our crisis responses becoming permanent fixtures in the business? Well, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'd say my crystal ball is probably still foggy, but <laughs> I certainly do expect that a lot of the things that we put in place uh, to help us uh, during this uh, during this time uh, will remain in place. You know the. The way we communicate with each other, the timeliness of, of uh, gatherings. You know, I think I've said before, uh, uh, Secretary Gertz in the Navy said that one thing that'll happen is one thing that has happened is that all the stupid meetings and stupid travel have gone away. Right. And I, and I think that that's certainly that's some arthritis that we had to get out of the system, and and I think that's gone. And I'm not sure. I mean, it, some of that will creep back in. Some of it, some of it was necessary travel that we just didn't do that we're going to have to get back on. Some of it is, you know, face-to-face meetings that we stayed away from that we're going to have to go back to. But I don't think in the main that we're going to go all. We're not going to snap back to all the way back to running the business the way we ran it back in December of last year. Right. I think that what you see now is going to be a lot more representative of how we run this business going forward. I, I, I do, you know, I've heard it said that the next 10, you know, the next 10 months is now, the next 10 years is now really the next 10 months. I mean, there's been uh, a lot of folks figuring out how to take advantage of technology out there that was out there already, but um, 
not, not really any motivation or any catalyst for taking advantage of it until now. And, right. we're taking, and we're taking big advantage of it now. And it's, you know, once you start taking advantage of it, why would you ever go back to doing it the other way? So I think that, I think that you'll, see, you'll see a lot of what we're doing is going to stick. Very good. Well, Mr. Patters, thank you for sharing your thoughts today. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Please continue to be safe. Yeah, please, everybody out there, take care of yourselves and take care of your families and be safe in this environment. The fall is coming and who knows what that will be like. Uh, one thing I can tell you is HII is going to be ready for it. Very good. Uh, thank you. Thanks for listening to HII Talking Points. This podcast was produced by Huntington Ingalls Industries' Corporate Communications Team. We welcome your feedback and ideas for future podcasts at www.huntingtoningles.com slash podcast.